Paul's faithfulness in sharing the gospel. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Greetings, my friends. Hey, been a long time since we've uh, had a chance to meet together, and uh, we're going to move on in our study in Acts chapter 26. Today, we're going to be looking at verses 19 through 23, and Paul continues in both his defense of his ministry and the gospel uh, in the presence of King Agrippa, and um, he began in, in Agrippa's presence uh, offering his uh, testimony or his uh, conversion experience, and uh, we saw that in verses 12 through 18. Today we're looking at verses 19 through 23, and before we get into the Word, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Lord, thank you for your Word once again. We are so honored uh, to be able to pause in our day and study together. Lord, we pray, uh, as always, that you would speak richly through your word into our hearts today, that we might grab a hold of something that Paul says um, and apply it uh, to our own journey of faith. Father, we love you. We thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friends, here is Acts twenty six nineteen through 23. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds in keeping with their repentance. For this reason the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. To this day I have had the help that comes from God. And so I stand here testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would come to pass, that the Christ must suffer, and that by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. You know, the thing that strikes me about this uh, very compressed um, passage of verses is the clarity with which Paul expresses uh, both the gospel and the expectation of the Old Testament prophets that in Christ all the things that they envisioned would come to pass came to pass. And um, Paul is very articulate in his speech. He's very articulate in getting to the point of the gospel and the point of his calling. And I love what he says here. There's so much rich content um, he says, I uh, was obedient to the heavenly vision. So we go back to Acts chapter 9 when Paul had his encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. And he immediately began to share the gospel, uh, to share the story of his encounter with Jesus with those in Damascus. And then he began branching out into Jerusalem, then throughout the region of Judea, and also to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God. Um, and so this is this is also consistent with what we see in Acts chapter 1, verses 7 and 8, when Jesus calls his disciples before his ascent back to the Father um, to be his witnesses in the world. And Paul follows the order uh, in which Jesus said they should express their witness, start very locally and then move out into your region and then move out into the wider world. Paul, as you know, had... Um, a deep commitment to reaching Gentile populations with the gospel. He saw that so many of his um, Jewish brothers and sisters were closing their hearts to the possibility that Jesus might be God's Messiah. And so out of conviction for his calling, he went out into the world and began to share 
the gospel with Gentile populations um, and calling them to step away from uh, the paganism and the polytheism of their past and to really focus on being witnesses for Jesus in the world after their encounter with him. Um, You have to imagine in Gentile populations, it would have been a strong temptation for them to continue sort of syncretizing what they knew with what they experienced in Christ. And Paul is saying, you got to set all that aside, all that falsehood, all of that previous uh, belief, and you have to embrace Jesus fully and completely with all your hearts. And so um, you can imagine the challenge that would have been for them to step away from what they had known for their whole lifetimes and follow a whole new way of thinking and believing. Um, And that's true for every person that comes to faith in Christ. There's always the necessary process of setting aside what was and what you knew for what is and what you now know in Christ. Uh, Paul goes on in verse 21 saying that it was for this very reason that he was arrested by the Jewish religious leaders and that they tried to kill him and snuff him out, much like they did Jesus. Um, And I love what he says in verse 22 about the tender mercies of God, about the ministering witness of God and the Spirit in his life. In verse 22, he says, To this day, I have had the help that comes from God. (laughs) And for this reason, I stand here testifying both the small and great, uh, saying nothing but what the prophets before me said would come to pass. So Paul acknowledges the ministering power of God in his life. It's for that very fact that he's standing there. If it weren't for God ministering to him, uh, he'd have been done a long time ago. And that's true for us as well. It's through the ministry of God in our lives that we stand on our two feet, that we can proclaim our witness with boldness because he sustains us. And uh, he roots the Christian witness into the expectation of the Old Testament prophets saying, hey, I'm just telling you what they said would come to pass. And that is namely in verse 23, that the Christ must suffer and that by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and the Gentiles. And so what the prophets foretold and foresaw, uh, Paul and his associates in the gospel saw firsthand and experienced firsthand um, and seeing the life of Jesus the ministry of Jesus, ultimately the death and resurrection of Jesus, which Paul had his encounter uh, with Jesus uh, after Christ had died and resurrected and ascended to the Father, but Jesus came to him in that vision in a powerful way, and he was no less a firsthand encounter with Jesus, uh, just with the spiritual presence of Christ in the vision in Acts chapter 9. Uh, so beautiful stuff going on here, and you have to wonder what Agrippa was thinking. You have to wonder how he was wrestling with what Paul was saying, and was something in his own heart stirring at the sound of these words and at the story uh, and witness of Paul. So uh, good stuff here, my friends, and I want to zero in on what he says in verse 22. You know, sometimes it gets very hard. Sometimes it gets daunting uh, taking your stand for Christ in the world. Sometimes we shrink back. Um, But it is only through the ministry of His Spirit in our lives that we can stand and testify to both the great and the small (laughs) that what the Bible says will come to pass will come to pass and has indeed come to pass in Christ. So be faithful, my friends. Stand firm, my friends. Receive the ministry that Christ provides in your life through the Holy Spirit so that you may not shrink back from your witness but stay stay bold and stand strong and stand firm. All right, my friends, I hope these words are of encouragement to you today. 
and uh, look forward to our next time together. God bless you.